This is Richard Swart with BankInformationSecurity.com. Today we're interviewing Joyce Procaglia, President and CEO of Alta Associates Incorporated. Founded in 1986, Alta Associates is widely acknowledged as the leading search firm in IT risk management, information security, and privacy. Having successfully partnered with Global Enterprises for 20 years, Alta Associates has built world-class IT risk and information security organizations. Ms. Procaglia is sought after for her deep knowledge of market conditions, business intelligence, and her ability to create industry alliances. With over 20 years of experience acting as a strategic advisor to her clients, she has gained the trust and respect of the industry's most influential executives. In September of 2003, Information Security Magazine honored Ms. Procaglia with a Women of Vision Award, naming her one of the 25 most influential women in the information security industry. In 2003, Ms. Procaglia also founded the Executive Women's Forum on Information Security, Privacy, and Risk Management, a groundbreaking event for women executives in the information security industry to exchange ideas and best practices. Their website is www.informationsecuritywomen.com. This afternoon, we'll be talking with Ms. Procaglia about the evolving role of the information security officer. Good afternoon, Joyce. How are you? Hi, Rich. Great. Good. First question we have for you is, how is the role of an information security officer evolving, and what advice would you give to concurrent security officers or IT professionals who aspire to the ISO role? Well, what I can tell you is in the over two decades that I've been doing recruiting, uh, it certainly is an evolving role. Um, what we're seeing is that corporate culture has shifted quite a bit from placing a value on information security to valuing information risk, and this is uh, what has caused a, a large change in the information security officer's role, and it's uh, forced them to evolve from purely a technologist role to much more of a strategist role. You know, when we started finding CISOs, um, we usually looked for the most technical person in the room, and now we are replacing those technically focused managers with executives that take a much more holistic approach to technology and risk management. So our clients are asking us to find executives that understand things like operational effectiveness and governance and partnerships and that really possess strong leadership skills. And, um, you know, I think there's a number of things that are causing that or driving that evolution, um, kind of a growing reliance on technology, um, the fact that there's a tidal wave of new regulations that are really forcing senior executive managements and board of directors to take notice of information security. Um, the general public is, is way more savvy and aware of issues regarding their privacy and protecting their personal data. Um, I know I find on TV all the time um, some incident of, of data loss, and you know people want to know that their online transactions, their banking, their purchases, all that are secure. And I think you know finally companies are recognizing that um, if they address security and privacy in their organization the right way and they respond to incidents properly, it's going to have a direct impact on shareholder value. So all of those things have really kind of forced CISOs to elevate their game. Um, in terms of, of what would I tell a, a current or aspiring CISO, um, probably to, to, to focus first on people and process and then to consider how the technologies and the products that they use uh, can uh, securely support their objectives uh, for their particular organization. Um, I have a lot of conversations with CISOs, and they kind of always talk to me about reporting structure and, and wanting a seat at the table. And uh, I try to express to them that, that good leadership skills are, are really one of the biggest ways that they can make a difference in terms of being invited to the table. Um, but they have to recognize that in order to be invited back to the table, they have to have good table manners. And uh, 
like saying good table manners. I mean, they have to be able to step out of their comfort zone and do what it takes to gain business understanding and to perform a le- executive level type of presentations. And uh, a lot of professionals and, um, are challenged with that, but they come from a technology background and they have kind of a, a conflict between their desire to move up in the organizations and their instincts to remain in what I'll call their comfort zone. And by doing that, they create their own glass ceilings. So um, I think if I gave anybody an advice, it would be, you know, by no means should they turn their back on technology, but they have to start thinking about technology in terms of how it supports its business, and they have to think about, you know, getting out of their comfort zone and going to charm school and and learning some of the executive presentation skills that they're really going to need since this is a much more um, savvy position than it was years ago. Okay. So it sounds like the role has significantly changed over the past few years. Are there any absolute must-haves or critical success factors that an ISO has to have? Well, yeah, I mean, I think if we look at it from a tactical standpoint, you know, they're, they're looking for someone that can manage and, you know, create the implementation of enterprise-wide solutions. Um, clearly, as I said, they, they are very interested in, in folks that have a thorough understanding of the business. I think in financial services, that's particularly key. Um, you know, they, they need to have a strong awareness of, of regulatory and legal and privacy implications. And again, in the financial services industry, you know, Basel II and Fox and GLB, and, and it's so highly regulated, I think it's it's key for them to understand the compliance uh, implications of, of all of these um, regulations and, and, and statutory things that they have to do. Um, I think, you know, on the softer side, they really need to understand, have the ability to develop relationships and be able to communicate and sell ideas effectively to their um, senior management. Uh, And from an approach standpoint, I think this whole concept of um, looking at things from a technology risk management approach is really very important. You know, they need to understand that security is not a technology issue, um, that it's a business issue. And um, our clients are looking for people that can come on board um, that have the ability to build a, a department's um, credibility. Um, so, you know, they they really are, are keying on that, that elevation of skill set, not just from a technology sense, but from a much broader uh, sense of executive level skills. Would you have any particular advice for a recent college graduate or someone looking to enter the field of information security? I mean, the role you're describing is very different than the traditional conception of information security over the past few years. How's the best way to get the experience they would need to land a position in this area? Well, you know, they're coming out of school with, with probably a very solid set of skills. I, I do a lot of work I'm partnering with Carnegie Mellon. There's a lot of universities like that that now have degrees and master's degrees in information security specifically. So I think that the, the students are, are graduating probably better equipped than ever from a technology standpoint. Um, I think it's important for them to recognize that it's their technology skills that are going to get them through the door, um, but it's how how much value they bring to businesses and how much they're able to enable those businesses um, that's going to get them promoted and what's going to get them recognized is how they're able to differentiate themselves so even if they're the most technical developer you know the fact that they can communicate their ideas effectively and that they um, they have a broader view of how what you know how and where their piece of the puzzle fits into, fits into the bigger picture I, I think is going to bring them the most recognition and, and uh, you know, allow them to kind of climb the, the corporate ladder of success. There's been a lot of discussion about the convergence of security with other roles and organizations. Do you see this happening? And 
If not, what are the unique challenges that an ISO faces that essentially make that a separate role within organizations? You know, I think there's a lot of speculation about the convergence of, of physical and cybersecurity, and and, uh, and certainly there are a few companies doing it. But my experience is that uh, more often than not, um, these two departments are kept separate. Um, I think the skill sets and the responsibilities of the CISO and the CIO are, are, are pretty dramatically different, as are the skills of the people that pursue them. You know, um, folks that are CSOs typically come from a law enforcement or protection or military background and have responsibilities for, you know, fraud or executive protection, facilities management, investigations. You know, CISOs have typically grown up in the in the technology world and have a, a, a broader based understanding of applications and infrastructure and compliance and regulations. And you know, most companies need these two departments, um, but there's very few people that are really capable of doing both jobs effectively. And that what I'm seeing more and more of is that there's a, a, a huge tendency for um, these two groups to partner and to create effective overall security programs and, and alliances um, because the convergence um, is abounding in, in terms of the fact that a lot of the things that information um, security officers deal with from a technology standpoint, um, the technology is, is really um, laced into all of the physical um, things that the, the, the uh, CSO is dealing with, whether it's uh, access into buildings, whether it's um, incident response, whether it's forensics and investigations. Um, so, you know, the two totally are uh, intertwined, and I think that they have to have a very good relationship for any um, overall security or risk management uh, program to be effective. But for most part, we're still seeing CISOs report traditionally to a CIO or a CTO, and occasionally they do report to a CSO. Um, a lot of times when I see a CISO reporting to a CSO, um, they're not usually given the title of CSO, a CISO. They might be given the title of a, of a director or information security you know, manager or information security officer. Okay. Well, last question I have for you is how successful have women been in achieving the ISO level in organizations, and what are some of the um, enabling events or resources that women can use that want to break into this field? Well, you know, I, I've seen a, a, a dramatic change in the number of women that now hold positions of influence in information security and, and privacy and risk and all of the related areas. And, uh, you know, perhaps some of that is due to the fact that, as we discussed, that um, it's no longer um, key that the most um, sought-after skill is, is just a person's technical depth. Um, I think the fact that this role is becoming a much broader and uh, they're looking for folks with broad uh, business acumen who can manage through influence, who can communicate effectively, who have strong collaborative styles, you know, who can multitask a lot of demanding people and deliverables. You know, I, I think that um, some women naturally possess some of these skills. Not saying that they're not technically competent, they certainly are. I just think that it's been traditionally a male-dominated field, and, and more and more women who have come into the field um, are being recognized not only for their technical skills, but their, their executive management skills as well, and they're now you know, leading the charge. Um, and I think that they're contributing greatly to um, you know, the, kind of the secrets of the black box being revealed, and there being a much more of an integration between technology and businesses, and uh, you know, have a, a very good um, and forward-thinking effect on that collaboration of efforts. Okay, well, thank you for your time today, Joyce, and we certainly appreciate your interview. Thank you. It's a pleasure speaking to you. Good afternoon.